Who wants to... Do you want to start? Do yeah, you yeah, go ahead. You can start. Um, so what are we doing? <laughs> Hello! Hello, world. What's happening? Hey! Well, we're doing a Veronica Mars podcast. Exactly. We're doing a Veronica Mars movie podcast. Ugh. Really. With, I mean, a bit of talk about the show, but I feel like that, that's been a little covered. I don't want to stomp over old ground. <laughs> I am so glad that you guys have actually seen it because the only person I've been able to talk to about it is Zach, and Zach has only seen season one. Zach hasn't seen season two or season three, and he only oh, wow. saw season one after I drug him to the movie. I was so, going to say, I do remember you telling me that he had seen the movie without seeing the show because I said that I wasn't sure if the movie would be entertaining to someone who hadn't seen the show. And he you assured me that it had been entertaining to him. He but I totally could see where it would be. It. I would have liked the movie if I hadn't seen the show. But I liked the movie so much more because I had seen the show. Right. Like, there was a lot of things for the fan, um, the person who had, had stuck it out. But there, but it made it interesting enough for, like, you know, your date. <laughs> if your right. date wasn't into the show, you could be like, hey, I'm taking you to see this movie. Right. Gonna be... We're going to go to an AMC theater because that's the only theater that's going to carry it. Sorry. Okay. I have to drive all the way to Durham. <laughs> um. Okay, okay. So, like, legit, though, we should introduce ourselves and then talk about our history with the show a little bit. So, and I'll be last. So you guys should go first. Oh, so well, I'll start because I started. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Christina, and I was introduced to VMARS in 2004. Um, I started watching it just randomly on UPN my senior year of high school. Oh, my God. And UPN. I've always been a really big, like, Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys fan. So I immediately took to it like fish to water. And subsequently, I have made all of my friends watch it. <laughs> as many as I can force to watch it, they've watched it. Um, and one of the first people that I introduced it to was Stephanie during our junior year of college. So that was after it was off the air, right? So you watched it in real time, Christina, and yeah, Stephanie when I watched it, it watched was on, it on DVD. DVD. Okay. I did. I watched it in real time. And the finale from season two... I was actually at a friend's house, and she didn't watch it at all, but we were hanging out in her bedroom, and we were watching the last episode of season two, and then Beaver just steps off the, um, <laughs> the, the roof, ceiling, roof, steps off the roof, and, and she had never seen it, and then Beaver just, like, steps off the roof. And um, then and she the plane. Seen any of the show? Before, she like hadn't seen any of it. None house. of it. None of it. Wow. And then the plane <laughs> explodes, and you think that her dad's on it. And I was sitting in the room, like crying hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, uh, "That dude was crazy. Like, what is going on?" <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, okay. that's. That's my well, favorite episode because it shocked me so much. For the oldest history with the show. Awesome. Okay, so then, Stephanie, you watched it all on DVD? All three I watched it all on DVD, and the thing was, like, um, so me and Christina, at this point, I believe we were living together, yeah, in college. Um, and not just me and her, but, like, me and her and my brother and his girlfriend from the time. And um, the show that I... Uh, at at that time, always introduced people to on DVD was Buffy because I had all of Buffy on DVD, and this was before like Netflix 
was really huge. I had a Netflix account, but they didn't have, like, instant streaming. Like, it was DVDs only. Oh, yeah. I remember that Netflix. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> and I got three discs at a time. Yep. Um, I had told Christina that, you know, she needed to watch the show Buffy. You know, I'd shown it to a number of other people and how it's really great. And I had all of it on DVD and blah, 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 blah. And um, we were watching it, and she really liked it. But she was like, I really want you to watch Veronica Mars. I really want you to watch Veronica Mars. And I hadn't seen any of Veronica Mars, but I knew that she had the first two seasons on DVD and that she didn't have the third season. And that was all that I knew. I was like, she really likes the show. There's only three seasons of it. And she has the first two and she doesn't have the third one. So I bought her the third season for her birthday on Amazon. And... She almost she almost cried. I don't think she did cry, but she always like she was like, "This is so nice." Like she no, that like, was, was the, the Apple TV that you gave me. Gave That's her. seriously the best present like, anyone has ever given me. Right, but I gave you the Apple TV best gift ever. At the time, Veronica right. Mars best was the best gift you ever. <laughs> and she gave it to gotcha. me at work too, so I was like all so, flustered. But I gave her the. Yeah, like, I came to work on her birthday and, like, gave her my point, and she was like, oh, my God. And um, she's like, now we really, like, have to watch together, have to watch together. And um, so we started watching it, and that was when I was like, I was like, all these characters are, like, characters from Buffy. And I was like, I "I really feel like I'm watching new episodes of Buffy, which I've seen Buffy so many times. But, um, and she had told me, like, Joss Whedon was a big fan of the show and that he was on at some point, which he was. And, um, but yeah, just watching it, I, uh, was just caught up in the excitement of feeling like I was discovering new episodes of the show that had been over for like 10 years. Well, no, not at that point. It had been over for like five years at that point. Cause this was like 2008 mm-hmm. and it ended in 2003, I think. Um, so that was really, really exciting to me, which all of Buffy I watched on DVD as well. I never watched Buffy when it was actually on TV. Um, so... That was how I got introduced to Veronica Mars. And then last year when I was in New York, they had like the Kickstarter for the movie. And I was like, oh my God, Christina. And Christina was like, oh my God, I know. (laughs) (laughs) And and then the movie happened and I was excited for them. So my story starts when you guys did your podcast about Buffy and Veronica Mars and that I watched a lot of Buffy. So I immediately wanted to see Veronica Mars because I needed to see these comparisons from these characters that you were laughing so much about and (laughs) talking about that I was like, I have no idea about these characters. Um, And I put it on my list. Now, my show list, it gets longer like every year because I can put shows on there. Like, I just got around to Breaking Bad and that's been on my list for like four years. (laughs) Like, so I tend to take some time. But when I heard about the Kickstarter, I was like, wait, like, this is a big deal. They pitched it to the... People and people were like, I mean, the studios and the studios were like, no, nobody wants to see that. And they were like, you think so? You think nobody wants to see that? Watch this. And then they got the money for it. And I was like, that's really freaking cool. I should probably take the time to watch the show now and see the movie at the end of it. So <laughs> I'm the most recent. I'm the newbie. Let's I'm the one only You're been, the new convert. I've only been through it once. And but um i totally see what the what the pull was and what the interest was and i am a little sad that i didn't tune into the show when it aired in real time but i remember what i was doing those years i was i was working like six jobs at once to live in wilmington like no joke six jobs at once and uh yeah there was just no time for catching television yeah in real time especially not a teen spy show right 
So that basically covered my first topic, which was how the movie came to be, the Kickstarter. I'm sure everybody knows about the Kickstarter. Do you think we need to say anything about that? Um, well, whether or not we do, I have one other, <laughs> one other thing to add about how I had heard about the show. The other way that the other thing I had heard was that um, <laughs> Michael Sarah and oh my god, I know who you're talking Shiza, about. Yes. What is her name? The girl who plays Shawcat. Um, Aaliyah Shawcat. I knew that Aaliyah Shawcat and that Michael Sarah had guest starred in, on an episode, which yeah. that's in season three. That's Tough the episode. Graph. Yes, Tough I episode. <laughs> the name of that episode. Um, so. Anyway, I knew that they had guest starred in an episode because there's a joke about it on an episode of Arrested Development where they talk about hanging out and watching an episode of Veronica Mars, but they didn't actually get permission to use the words Veronica Mars, so it gets bleeped out, and there's a little subtitle that says, like, teenage sleuth drama, <laughs> and that's what they were talking about, and so that was the other way I knew about it, was I was like, I remember the, that, like, I reading that it was about Veronica Mars, because it was, the, like, hey, Wasn't it something show. weird, right. too? Like, he was like, why <laughs> don't we pop up, blah, 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 it. in the VCR? Like, I think it was a VCR thing. <laughs> like, he might have mentioned yeah. something about a VCR. <laughs> it was. I think it was, because now I know exactly what episode you're talking about. And I was like, what is that? But yeah, they're talking about Veronica Mars. That's and awful. it's because they had guest starred on it. Um, somebody explained to me where we left off at the end of season three. I still can't figure out what happened. She was in the middle of a mystery and then walked away to go intern at the FBI for the summer. <laughs> Am I right about that? That's what happened? There's a lot of, yeah, like, just unanswered questions. And then there was, like... There was, like, um, Logan beat up Piz, and then, like, Piz was okay, but then, like, she wasn't talking to Logan anymore, and then, like, Logan beat up that guy about the sex tape, and then, like, her dad was running for office, and or, or was running for sheriff again, and it was, like, the interim thing, and Vinny Van Lowe was running against him, and then, like, the night before... Like, the paper ran that he held Veronica not get arrested for something that she stole. And so, you know, he's not going to win. And she went and voted. And she voted for him. And it was was that. (laughs) Yep, that's the last episode. (laughs) And I was like, I don't understand why any of that happened. There you go. That's where we left off at the end of the season. But there was something about her going off to be an intern for the FBI, right? Right. She got an internship for for the FBI. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I was like, that's... I don't know if you guys watched the promo for season four. Did no, you? no, but that's the thing. I told Mary Angela about it because that isn't on Amazon Prime. That isn't anywhere where we could get to and watch it. But I told Mary Angela about it, and it's funny because in the movie they say something about her being in the FBI, and she goes, oh, in another life maybe. And I was like, oh, like that pilot you did for season four where it's like five years later and Veronica is in the FBI. Okay, so that's where we left off. So then when... The movie picked up, obviously, she was not in the FBI. And that's my first beef with the movie is that, I, I mean, and maybe that was the whole point. I have a couple beefs with the movie. <laughs> because we'll she comes back around um, at the end. That was not where I thought she would be. And I didn't really buy that she'd be a lawyer. A After lawyer, all the, right. Okay, of all the things like, she did to break the law and skirt the law and get around the law and find the loopholes in the law makes me wonder... It was why in the world she would want to be thing. a defender. I enjoyed wanted. when it comes to the movie and the whole plot of the movie. I enjoyed the mystery that she was solving, the murder, and you know maybe it was Logan, it was Logan's girlfriend, and there's the stalker. I liked the whole mystery thing. 
I hated the setup for all of the characters to come back. Because I was like, I hate that she's a lawyer because it doesn't make any no sense. sense. Logan no being in the military Ugh, doesn't make any sense. No, sorry, that's whatsoever. That was just Because he ridiculous. has zero discipline, and he still doesn't nine years later. And if he had been in the military that time, he would have learned some goddamn oh, discipline. Exactly. And that didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a single second. However, I do find Francis Capra getting, like, Pitched and becoming a good guy, like I loved that. I totally loved that. Oh no, I liked. Yeah, no, he was fine. Thank God. Um, yeah, and you know Thank he God. got his looks back, which is great because we all know he faded. In yeah, I was kind of worried. I was surprised to see him, honestly. <laughs> and Wallace looks good. His acne cleared up really well. Wallace looks beautiful. <laughs> Let's I mean, put that out on the table. Wallace is aged very well, like a fine, fine wine. He's a little short for um, me. <laughs> Whatever. But what I what I told you my huge, huge beef with the movie was, was I was like, is this supposed to take place in the future? Because they are definitely 100% the class of 2006, and they go to their 10-year reunion. And it made me crazy, because I was like, uh, no, they graduated a year after I did, and I haven't had my 10-year reunion yet, so bullshit. <laughs> so, like, that really bothered me. So then did the show take place in the future? That's a, no, the show took place like in time with time because it started our senior year and they were saw oh. they were juniors. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like it's all says class of 2006. And so I was like they were class of 2006. It would be 2016 for their junior reunion. So they just like don't mention <laughs> they don't talk the year, about it, right? right? Yeah, like they just say it's been like she's been gone for 9 years. But um I think the they put Veronica as a lawyer because they wanted to show that she had really changed from, like, her youth into, like... Yeah, and that was the whole thing, is that that's not me anymore. But, I mean, that was a big lie. Right. <laughs> she went back to Neptune, and she was still... That girl solving mysteries. Yeah, no, oh, it wasn't no, even right. calling she twice. Was like, it was just like, hey. She was like, <laughs> don't right, leave. And then Piz. I'm like, she wouldn't have stayed with Piz for that long. I'm sorry. Piz is boring. See, she missed it too. Okay, no, That's there's the a line. There's a one line that addresses why, how long she's been with Piz. She's only been with Piz for a year. Because it talks about, he says it, it's one line, and he says it to somebody. Who's he talking to? I don't know. He's talking to somebody. He's, okay, yeah, like, he's, ta- he's talking to somebody, and he's... It was he, obviously very important. Right. <laughs> and totally there to get out the fact that they haven't been together for nine years. They they hooked up, right. they ran into each other a year before, and, Again, start, and started dating. Shitty again. writing as to I why really, that Yeah, I really around. don't Yeah, think. like they... They ran into each other again in New York and started dating again. Because he's the anti-Logan... He's the complete opposite. opposite. He's the Riley. I know, but I'm just like, she realistically would have found another. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not saying she wouldn't have found another. She would have found another, like, sob. <laughs> like, just. What else would you have done with that character in the movie? If he had to get everybody in, and the fans were counting on everyone being he in. He could have been in Neptune with everybody else. <laughs> and been he... all sidelined, like, poor Mac, and. I just, uh, she was a little underutilized yeah, under, to me. I mean, she was cool. It's true. She Mac, was underutilized. Sure. That is quite the word. Yeah. For was, for Cindy McKenzie. I but I'm sorry. Her hair was fierce. She looked good. Oh she was God, a little too skinny, but she looked good. 
I love everything about her. She used to be on Grey's Anatomy, and she died oh, yeah, horribly, yeah. and I was sad. <laughs> Cause I was like, she was in Karina, Karina, and Andre in the early 90s. Andre, God, yes. The movie with the seal. The seal, I love it. <laughs> so, okay, so my next thing was all the people and characters that made appearances and those that didn't. I mean, they got in a lot of people. Yeah, like, they did. They, um I'm they got, so happy that they used Vinnie Van Lowe. I'm also happy that they used Vinnie Van Lowe. You know, obviously, spoiler alert if we haven't already said a bunch of spoilers <laughs> about this movie or whatever. But anyway, um, what really killed me, again, I said I really love the mystery. So what I really, really enjoyed is they brought back, yes, everybody from the show, people who were randomly on the show for like just a second, like yeah. all these people to go, like, hey, remember when this person was on the show? So Except I, anybody who got kind of famous. <laughs> Even some people who got kind of famous. Nobody who was like super famous. Who was on there that was super yeah, famous? The girl who went I mean, to Amanda Gossip Seyfried Girl, Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester, whatever her name is. She oh, wasn't... yeah, she was in an episode. She's the one that said that she was in a couple um, episodes. Adam Scott had sex with her, right? But it was really her friend. Sweet knees, yeah. Sweet knees. Um, God, this show <laughs> started my love for Adam Scott. I absolutely you're, adore You're her. killing me. You pulled me away from what I was going to say. So sorry. I totally lost it. Um, you were gonna talk about how everybody came back. All the oh, people came yes. back, and the one all those people didn't. came back. And what I really loved was that Martin Starr, who wasn't <laughs> on the show ever, ever, <laughs> but was on, all, but was in all sorts of stuff with a bunch of other actors who were, like and was down. on Party Down, which was also created by Rob Thomas, creator of Veronica Mars, not, not Matt Twenty, Rob Thomas, the other Rob Thomas, right? <laughs> um, but I loved that Martin Starr, who was the only one who wasn't on the show was the killer because he had this whole complex about being the guy who nobody remembered. <laughs> I loved that that was, like, the whole thing. Like, he blackmailed them and all this, this, and that, all because he was, like, the guy that nobody knew in high school. And he was never there. Like, he's the <laughs> one who was never Of course nobody remembers you. But I love that it's like, oh, you don't remember him because nobody remembers him. And I'm like, that's... I love that. That was, that was pretty genius. Amazing. It really was. Well, that was that was written for the diehard fans. I can tell because right. I mean I just watched it and I could have picked up on that, but I didn't get it because I haven't watched it a lot. Like right. I haven't watched it through many times. And I mean, this is only the second time I've watched it through. Right, but still, I I've mean, watched it through like four times. Um, but I when she explained it to me, I was like, oh my god, that's genius. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that so that's smart. exactly what that is. It's like, hey, <laughs> so you know. Because then it, I'm sure it might get, if you didn't see it very much, or even, you know, I thought for a minute, did I miss him? Was he in an episode that I hadn't seen? And I'm like, oh, I know. Who was your favorite of the people that came back? Like, that you said, not of the main characters. Like, eliminate the main characters or the people that appeared a lot and who was your favorite of the smaller characters that made an appearance um i was really we were both really happy to see Vinny, obviously Vinny van lowe and then there's a character who like i don't even remember his name i just know the actor and that's sam huntington we always call him mimi siku um mm. from this 90s movie uh, it's a disney movie with tim allen called jungle to jungle Oh, yeah, I've seen it. He was the kid in Jungle to Jungle. Yes, he was. Yes. And as a kid, I had the hots of for course. his name was Mimi Siku, which means cat piss. <laughs> um, and they said that in the movie. But anyway, I had such hots for Mimi Siku. And he never had a shirt on, and he was so tan. And he. <laughs> 
So, like, when he was on, like, he's in, you know, stuff now as an adult, and I'm always like, oh my god, it's Mimi Siku. Like, he, yeah. now he looks like a normal guy. Now I know where I know that kid from, because I've seen him as an adult so many times, I've been like, why do I know that dude? And Jungle to Jungle was a plasma movie. Mm-hmm. When I was donating my plasma, I watched it several <laughs> times. Like, well, yeah, period. there you go. He was the kid in Jungle to Jungle. That's awesome. So he was a huge childhood crush of mine. So when he was on the show, I was really excited. So it's always what we call him. We're just like, Mimi Siku. Because we started watching um, Being Human. We've only watched I the first I don't think episode. we can really say that we've started watching it. Because we, we really haven't episode. seen the episode seen three. together. You've seen three episodes? I've seen one, two, and three. And then you were like, I'm done? I'm done. Yep. <laughs> I made it. And I really wanted to like the show. I really wanted we to. We were just, yeah, looking for something to watch together. And we were like, Mimi Siku's on it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, and so they try to favorite. make the vampire guy look hot, but I'm just kind of like, Ugh, oh yeah, we're both like Sam, they're trying to convince us Sam Witwer is the hot one, and we're both like, no, mm-hmm. we no. Sam Hunter. No, Mimi Siku is the one who's got it. Mimi <laughs> Siku, um, no, but anyway, he yeah, of non main characters, I was excited to see him again. Vinny Van Lowe, um, I I kind of wish we didn't know about her punching Madison in the face from the trailer. I know, um, right? I hate right, when trailers know, do that. But I was like, it was exciting to get to see her. Punch Madison in the face. Madison Sinclair, who was a horrible bitch. You were expecting that? It's so good. <laughs> Let's see. And of course, Dick is like, Dick's up there in like the main characters. I was happy to find out that Dick was like a patsy. That like Dick had nothing <laughs> to do with the crime. Like he had passed out before they threw that girl overboard. And that made me really excited. Because the first time watching the show through, my favorite character was Weevil. But the second time watching the show through, my favorite character was Dick. Dick's Dick is my fantastic. favorite character since the beginning. He's always been my favorite character. <laughs> I just love him. I love him so much. Don't you, Jeff? Like, he's just he's just wrong and right at the same time. <laughs> he's and, so uncomplicated. Like he doesn't right. really want a whole lot. He just wants no. to get laid and go surfing. Like, and you're like, okay, like you have the looks to back that up. I could see why that would work. Totally, for you. your life is and gonna I be love, perfect. I was like, he's like that, and like I love that, like. Like, even though he's still, like, he's still classic dick later on. But, of course, like, earlier in the show, like, he's really, like, kind of a shitty person. And then after the thing with his brother, like, he changed. And he was still, like, fun-loving dick, but he wasn't, like, He was still shitty, anymore. but he wasn't super right. shitty. Yeah, well, I mean, in Darn season three, back. he had a whole, like, crisis thing going on right, where he right. was naked most of the time. So, I'm glad that right. that kind of ended. <laughs> It was it was good that we would go further down any kind of emotional journey road with Dick, and it's good to see that he came right, through no, all exactly. that. I feel like they they towed the line perfectly. Yes. Yeah, his depth of emotion is like a tide pool. It's you know, right? Not that the actor isn't great. The actor's hilarious. No, I love him. No, it's the character. It's everything. No, I know. He's, but he does it so, so perfect, well. Yeah. Like he's the perfect actor for the part. You're like great, great, great. <laughs> What was it that he said? Hey, Logan, that girl who used to stalk you in high school is here. Yes. Follow you around. Um, I think yeah. my favorite person, people, people, my favorite people to see back were um, Gia Goodman, because I think she's hilarious. And, oh, uh, that's um, Kristen Ritter. Yeah, yeah Kristen, Kristen Ritter. Ritter. I think she's so freaking funny. Um, oh yeah, I love her in any, everything too. Yeah, no oh, what totally. Knows, like, I think goodness. Dick is one of the leads because he actually has his picture in the credits. Yeah, so. it's true. He is. He's not my. He's. I didn't say he was my favorite of the of the less. No, I know. He's. My, I'm just saying, saying he's, he's my, my favorite, favorite character. character. Right. I do love the addition. Of, <laughs> um. Oh my God. What's his name? What's his name? I'm totally blanking. 
uh, Lamb's brother. Oh, my oh God. Jerry Dan Lamb. Dan Lamb. Dan Lamb. Jerry McConnell. Hilarious. Yeah. So perfect. Um, I know, and it's funny because I never would have thought that Jerry O'Connell looked like him, but he got he the gestures, the exactly, like, he got he the gestures, it. the mannerisms, and the yeah. facial expressions down so tight that I was just like, oh my god, he looks like he was related to that guy. <laughs> I never would have thought, like, when I first saw that that's who the sheriff was, and, like, I knew he was in it. When I realized that they were supposed to be brothers, I was like, are you kidding? And then I watched him for, like, a total of ten seconds. And I was like, holy shit, he's perfect. I take back all of my doubts. <laughs> but I loved seeing Leo again, because, oh, God, who would oh, Right, any excuse to see Leo again. Yeah, there's and my, there's my Leo, favorite returning. Non, right, and Cliff. Oh, my but God, you know Cliff. what? Mm. He was Leo me. Schmidt. And I totally caught that. Like, because now, since I just watched the series, the way he played Leo was really soft and totally different. And this Leo had a lot of Schmidt in him. Yeah. And I was really, like, I, I wanted like to write it. him a letter and be I like, what, like what? exactly. I was kind of disappointed. You were Schmidt. You were not Leo. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I was just like, whoa. I, I was really surprised. And I wonder if either, you know, like, he just can't let that go or if it was some kind of little, like, I don't know, like... Like, the director let it happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. saw it and was just like, this would be great. You know, you're on this new show, and it's witty and awesome, and yeah. whatever. Make him a little I more schmitty. I saw him on another show, um, Happy Endings. He was on a couple mm-hmm. of episodes with it, and um, he did basically the exact same thing. He was playing Ugh. Schmidt the entire time. Max Greenfield, don't do this to me. Yeah, right? Like, I totally, totally loved him on the show as Leo because he was, oh you know, God, a little Leo. shy and a little so awkward, but Leo. really sweet. And, and he was, was genuine. And in a band, and he was a cop. Right? Oh my God. Like, he, <laughs> he had, had so much going, right going for, him. for him. And now, I mean, Schmidt is really funny. I love the way he mispronounces things or, like, overpronounces them. But he's them. not Leo. But no, like, exactly. It's, it's totally different. There character. is no but. He's, he's not Leo. Period. Right. It's, you can, it's a <laughs> shtick. Like he needs to drop it. Um, I love Dak Shepard as overconfident <laughs> love boy. Overconfident <laughs> oh, love. Oh, yeah, because she, you know, her real life husband shows up in the movie in a little cameo, and he tries to get her to dance at a bar, and she's like, "Yo, gross." And me and Angela, like the credits rolled, and we just kept hanging out and talking, and then we realized in the credits that he is credited as overconfident club boy, <laughs> and I was just reminded of it because I have the you know the Wikipedia page open, and as the cameo appearances, and um, one of them of course is is Dak Shepard. We yeah. have Justin Long as Drunken Wingman. Yeah. James Franco. Oh, my God. As James, James Franco. Franco. As himself. Yep. <laughs> he was pretty great. Um, Dave Gruber Allen was there, who is the counselor from Freaks and Geeks, and he is also... That was my favorite. I loved him. But he wasn't in the original. Right, he, he was, was on the show. He was just a guest star. Right, he was yeah. just somebody who showed up. He was the he was the neighbor. He was Gia's neighbor in the apartment building. Yep. And he saw Martin Starr and he was kinda like, you know, hey buddy. Yeah. And he just, <laughs> just like going me. through. Awesome. Um but no, I also know him from being the naked trucker on Naked Trucker and T Bones. Oh, He's really so fantastic. Funny. Um and he always just has um a, a trucker hat and a guitar covering his junk. I really, really adored Jamie Lee Curtis's part because basically they put her in hair and makeup. 
and costuming and all of this. They spent hours making her look great. And then she spent probably like five, five minutes, minutes doing top. the scene. Not she said like three. two lines. No, well, they, and her whole part was in the trailer. <laughs> exactly. All of it was in the trailer. They probably ran the scene twice. One from K-Bell's perspective and one from Jamie Lee Curtis's perspective. Uh, no, and they girl, were they had like, two cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but then they were like, let's this break, is a fancy let's do movie. They've got a three camera set up. They don't need to record the same shit from different angles. They've already got the cameras there. Well, <laughs> They were like, read these three lines. And she was like, peace, I'm out. I'm going home to my husband, Christopher we Guest. We do that? We need to get more cameras. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. That's how uh, filmmaking works, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if you have multiple cameras, and you film from multiple angles at the same time. Well, I just learned about putting separate audio track with video track. I know, it's one day at a time. Baby right, steps. Exactly. Anyway, sorry, Veronica Mars, talking about <laughs> Veronica Mars, the movie. And we've covered pretty much all my topics, except for Keith Mars. Mm-hmm. Good old Keith Myers. Um, we here's a topic you didn't write down, and we'll get. I want to do this before Keith Myers because he's okay. more important, and I. And so, this part isn't as important as Keith, and I want Keith to be last. Um, Duncan, which I know they couldn't have brought Duncan back. Right, he ran away because Duncan <laughs> was a fugitive. I don't know. I don't know how I expected them to have anything to do with him, but I was like, I don't know. The dad's there. Lame the mom's fugitive not evil. Ever. Lamest fugitive ever. Let me steal my baby and go to Cuba or whatever. Um, I'll grow a mustache. No one will recognize me. But it was funny because the next day at work, I was trying to remember why he... I was like, why wasn't he in the movie? And I was like, I I couldn't figure out why. I was like, he's not, like, an important actor. Why couldn't he come back? And I was like, oh, right, because he's a fugitive. Like, (laughs) he's in another country with his stolen baby. The only other thing I've seen him in was Grey's Anatomy, where he played, like, a hockey player who wouldn't wear a cast on his hand during a game or something, like, ridiculous. And I was just like, Teddy Dunn. How did you get this job? Like, what? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Grey's Anatomy. You're talking about my show. What did I That's say? Did I was... say Grey's? Oh, did you? Oh, I didn't hear it. Oh, I was like, yeah. I was like, I know this storyline. I know the hockey player that won't wear the cast. Right. That's right? him. That was him. That was him. Oh, oh another um, yeah. person, a minor person that showed up that I forgot about was um, Corny. <laughs> I love was... that little stoner. Right, he was like the stoner on the show who always had like something to do with pot. Like every time they talked to him, he was talking about pot, <laughs> and that was it. And then he was on the show or in the movie. Like, I don't think he was a dealer, but he like was a manager of a club or something. <laughs> and I was like, Corny, look at you, you're there. And Gabby Hoffman was there for some reason. Love I her. like her. I love her. I like her. I don't I know why her. she was there. I was like, What are you doing here? All right, I like you. I can groove with it. Wait, which one was she? Gabby Hoffman, she played Rudy, uh, Ruby Jetson. She was the stalker of Logan's dead girlfriend. Oh, um, right. And in real it. life, she's Gabby Hoffman. And she's in <laughs> now a and lot then, of things. She's and in Now and Then. And she was in um, uh, 200 Cigarettes yep. mm-hmm. and lots of things from the 90s. Some with Christina Ricci, some without. <laughs> and she plays... Um, who does she play? She plays... Somebody's crazy sister on something. Oh, I'm sure. Recently. She like, would be a good crazy sister. She was a great crazy sister. Yeah, let me look up her. And I was like, I saw it recently, and I was like, oh, yay, Gabby Hoffman's getting something working Something recently. Where she, was it a TV show or a movie, you think? I think it was a TV show. TV show. Girls. That was it. 
That's right. It's the yeah, the dude on there, his crazy sister. Aww. I stopped watching girls because I hated it. <laughs> I like getting yeah. off of it. Yeah, um, so Keith Mars is great. Keith Mars. He's great. Keith Mars. Yeah, that's usually how me and Christina say it when we get really excited because we love him. And I liked him the entire series. Like, yes. yeah. sometimes he did some stupid shit where I was like, what is the matter with you? Why are you doing this? But most of the time I was just like, you're the best. And look at you just not even trying to reel in your crazy teenage daughter who's going out in the middle of the night and doing all kinds of scary, crazy things. Like, you're okay with that. You're, you're just cool. You'll just bail her out of jail. <laughs> Help her, you know, I don't do whatever think that she it needs. was because he was, like, a cool parent who, like, wanted to be friends with his daughter or anything like that. But they had such a level of trust for each other. Like, she really trusted him, and he really trusted her until, like, season two when they start sort of fighting with each other, you know? Well, because she starts, like, lying and sneaking. Right, right, right. But in the beginning, their bond then, is awesome. I feel like her punishment wasn't... Oh, it was near, never, like, like to like, the Like, severity. he never really enforced been. any kind of rules on that girl and I get that like after you're 18 like what are you gonna do yeah. and it was real convenient that like she was 18 from the beginning of her senior year <laughs> and I was like most people don't turn 18 until the end of their senior year unless they have like you know early fall birthdays or whatever but anyway yeah that was my only real beef with Keith through the series but I really enjoyed where where he got to by the time the movie happened I find that really um, interesting because I've always watched it as the perspective of like Veronica or one of the schoolmates and stuff like that and now that I'm watching it I kind of do relate to the adults a little bit more not really isn't that the weirdest shit ever with TV shows and stuff yeah we are like no 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 I relate with the teenager right so like, like hearing your perspective on like Keith kind of being a pretty lax parent I never thought of that Diesel I will spray <laughs> you in the face <laughs> He's a little cat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's getting sprayed in the face <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> right now, it's happening. <laughs> um, but I thought yeah, Keith no, was underutilized. I mean, it, he definitely was, but I don't think there was really room for him to be more utilized. I feel like they used him as much as they possibly could for this yeah. movie without him really being in the way you know I mean it was like how long was the movie it was like an hour and 40 minutes uh, I bet I can tell you <laughs> this movie was a uh, 107 minutes so like less than two an hours. hour and 40 and like 40 minutes yeah and it did not drag like no not at I all. thought that it clipped along really well there weren't parts where I was like kind of bored none of that no I was I was impressed they wrote a good script and they stuck to it and they put in enough fan stuff that the people, you know, who were diehards would find a lot of joy in that, and then they put new stuff in it so that you, you know, wouldn't be like all hat, and the new stuff is what kept the people who really weren't familiar with it interested in it. I could absolutely see how this movie would be enjoyable by somebody who hadn't seen it. And even though I'm really glad that I rushed through to watch it all before I watched the movie, I could have watched this movie when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. And they left it it open for another movie. I think I would have. I think I would have enjoyed it a lot, but not, you're right, not as much. But I, I would have, I think I would have really enjoyed it. Um, and the other thing, ugh, I'm just, I'm looking at the, like, 
the plot of the movie, and I'm just like, the other thing that really made me mad is they never said who killed Deputy Sachs. And <laughs> Deputy Sachs was on the whole show, whole show, and he died in the movie, and I was like, he was on the show forever, and he got killed, and you don't even tell me who killed Deputy Sachs. Deputy I think Sachs that's what the who... next movie's gonna be about. The next movie, please. Um, so they, he was in, um, Keith was talking with Deputy Sachs in a car in a parking garage, and they thought they saw somebody with a gun, somebody who didn't see their face, and then they drove out of the parking garage, and they were wrecked by a truck, and then the truck turned around to ram them again, and that's when Logan and, um, Veronica got Keith out of the car, but the truck hit the car again and killed Deputy Sachs. They never told us to kill Deputy Sachs. That's true, they didn't. I think I made an assumption. I can't remember what I assumed. But I assumed it was... who Wasn't there someone who was after Keith at that time? Or there was something... They were just talking about how crooked the police department was. So I'm right. sure it has something to do with the crooked police department. Yeah, I was going to say, I think what I did was just leap to an assumption that we knew but that they, that's who it was. They never explained it. And I went through and I was like, I remember I read this. And I was like, I'm reading it again now. And they never talk about it. It says, they are attacked by an unknown driver in the truck who slams in the sax car, killing him and leaving Keith in critical condition. And it goes on and on and on about Gia and Carrie and, <laughs> and like, Cobb and all these other people. doesn't say shit about who killed Sax. And I was like, man, like, Sax was, Sax has been around. Like, they've known Sax for years. Because Sax was one of, like, the deputies who, like, didn't hate Keith. Because he worked for Keith the first time Keith was the sheriff. Oh, I remember him. For him again. He, he was, was all over the, the place. Yeah. He was a great, he was a He had that mighty hunter stash. And he was killed in the streets. And they never even cared to give, like, tell us who his killer was. Never. I don't know. Would you say that he was really a good cop? Like, I think yes, he was. Yes, he was, like, he had done what he could, and he, like, went to Keith and was trying to tell Keith about the corruption because he didn't want to see it go on anymore. Yeah. I just never got the impression that he was very smart. I didn't say he was smart. Right. I never used the word smart. <laughs> well, you just said he was I just good. said he okay. was a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. He was a good dude. Right. And, I think and he had been around forever. Fair. If I had watched the series longer ago, or if I would watched it a couple times, I might care more about him. But I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, Christina doesn't give a shit about W. Sachs. Like, no, I mean, I know. I mean, I'm just saying that. What I, I, no, I complained about the next day, she was like, who is that? I was like, oh my God, Sachs with a mustache. Like, he's been all around. Now he's dead. I mean, I know who Deputy Sachs is, but I was like, oh, he died. <laughs> right, yeah. right, exactly. And they let you just forget because they were like, nobody will give a shit if we tell them who killed Sachs. <laughs> nobody will even notice we didn't tell them who killed Sachs. Well, I noticed. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the next movie. Maybe. All those people are pretty busy. And I don't know that I want to see another movie that involves... Veronica and Logan happily ever after, quote unquote. Oh God, don't you know that's care. not possible. Oh God, if you think they're happily ever after, <laughs> but he went off to be he in went the back Navy to go to active duty because you know that he was in the military. He's gonna don't fly. He was a pilot, even. A and he pilot, wore his lights, which you don't do. You don't. You don't do that unless you're going somewhere formal, or yeah, formal, formal, and in a tropical region a region where white is what keeps you from being dead in darker clothing otherwise you're in khakis always <laughs> always in khakis even the pilots especially the pilots i grew up yeah. i grew up a navy brat. i mean they wanted him to look more responsible so they, they didn't know they anything about the navy they right that's what it they is they didn't know anything they about the navy nobody... and that's why they put logan in nope. it and that's why they put him in that uniform because <laughs> yep. yep. they were like it would be yep. it would look hot if he was in his uniform they're like the army is definitely too hardcore it does he's look not hot. a ranger he looks great he's not in a uniform. national guard 
Let's like, put him in the Navy. Be in the Navy. <laughs> Definitely not Air Force, because you had to be a really good pilot to be and super smart to be in the Air Force, and that fucking never. Which he was never, out of those <laughs> he never paid attention in school. That boy never went to school. I mean, anthropomorphic. Come on now. All yours, big guy. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. and during the credits, okay. they had, um, they played some, like, inspira- inspirational voicemail <laughs> message, which was his thing. Like, every time Veronica called him, his voicemail was always like, this is Logan. Today's inspirational quote is from so-and-so. And then he would say something like, just really ridiculous and then it would be like leave a message after the beep <laughs> that was neat I did like yeah. that and I like that they did that during the credits I was like oh my god I forgot about his inspirational messages <laughs> you learned that from that's Lily great. Lily learned that from me <laughs> that's from season one I remember I like that that's good every time every time I see a vent in a wall I'm always I should like, hide things in there something, something in there <laughs> just like Logan <laughs> We don't have any right? vents. We have oh nothing in this No, house. and actually, uh, never mind. I can't bring this up where it will actually be heard by other people. Never mind. Never mind. Cool. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Christina, for participating in our conversation. We could not have done it without you. because. Thank you for you inviting me. I hope all of this works well and that everything can be timed together. Oh, well, I'll yeah, work it out. Luck. Oh, I was like, I, I will get it. I, I will. I have faith in my abilities in the garage band and thank you listeners thanks for listening just yeah. talk about this movie go see the movie if you haven't watch VMAR actually watch, watch it all <laughs> after you know and watch Buffy everything too. that's happened yeah watch Buffy too <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyone listening to this probably already has